Hey. Hey. How are you? Oh my god, I missed you. Uh, <laughs> I missed you too. <laughs> I haven't talked to you in forever. <sighs> yeah. Well, we communicate. Yeah, we 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 communicate. I just haven't, you know, heard your voice in a, in a while. Yeah, it's some people that have actually not heard from me in a minute. So. <laughs> <laughs> Feeling some type of way. Mm, well, that happens. <laughs> oh you know, my, my goodness! I didn't know you were gonna shake things up like this, sir. Really? You uh, know, everyone's like, "Where's Kenny? Where's Kenny?" I'm like, "Oh, really?" I said, "That's what it's giving." Uh, well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you and this lab is it, I can't because that means that you're up to no good I am yeah I'm up to no good <sighs> you know what? what's on your mind what's on your mind Kenny so you hear like these different things you know all these different social media apps like Twitter Instagram and every damn thing else and even, you know, Clubhouse and whatever other damn social media site exists. But I've been hearing this term, Sagittarius. Have you heard about it before? I have. I've actually used it before. Oh, uh, okay. So since you've used it before, so what exactly, what's your personal definition to what a Sagittarius is? Hmm. So I've only used it because it was um, presented to me on Clubhouse. And um, so I don't have a definition for it, but I can tell you what I think a lot of people use it for. Mm-hmm. Um, um, well, we know what terrorists are. Yes. And so the thing with Sagittarius, Sag- <laughs> I don't even know what the real term, how to really say Sagittarius. <laughs> All I want to say is Sagittarius. <laughs> See how it's been fixed into y'all minds? Ooh. Now that's the terrorizing part. Okay, so Sagittarius is someone who really comes into your life and wreaks havoc over your entire world. Like, they just really just fuck up your whole world. Oh, interesting. And that's, yeah, that's that's where that term was coined from. Oh, interesting. And these are only, this is only exclusive to a Sagittarius, correct? Correct. Oh, okay. I, mean, they, they, I, I have one too. I'm a Scorpio. They call me Scorpio. You know, so. Oh, interesting. Interesting. You know, and it's, it's not too far off. Hmm. Yeah. Well, as everyone knows, I am a Sagittarius. And I've been hearing this term coined Sagittarius all over Twitter and, like I say, all these different social media apps. And I'm just like, I don't terrorize people. I really just mind my business and stay to myself and just play with my plants and my and my damn dick. Like that's that's all I do. I just mind my business. But I just feel like you know, you keep seeing Sagittarius. You keep calling me Sagittarius. It's kind of like you know when people keep saying you know, Candyman in the mirror five times. He's gonna come out. So, you know, with that being said, 
Welcome, you guys, to Nude Radio. This is your host, Kenny Heflin, and I'm joined with my delightful friend, the host and creator of Daryl's Daring Thoughts, Cordero himself. Welcome. I'm glad to be back. <clears throat> well, I, I say that now. I'm not sure where this is going to go, but... <laughs> We made, you know, you know, your your name rings bells. It does. It does. It rings bells. Yes. Yes. It, it does. It does a thing. So, I mean, you know, obviously Cordero was uh, our co-host on uh, the most recent episode of Nude Radio. The Feelings Mutual, if you guys have not had a chance to go and listen I suggest that you probably go do that, like, ASAP, you know, kind of, sort of, like, now, before you listen to this episode, you know. But, Cordell, thank you for coming back. No problem. I went and got me some tea, because I just feel oh. like it's that type of conversation, so I have my tea. Some oh. vodka. I have some vodka in my tea, so I'm ready. Okay. Okay. So... <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean... The last few weeks, I have had some time to sit and digest a lot of different things that's been going on in my life uh, that was discussed in episode seven, The Feelings Mutual. Again, if you guys haven't heard it, go listen to it. I've had some time to digest and process a lot of different things. And I've also come to realize that, you know what, it's it's just time to kind of you know not so much come clean because i always you know am am real about a lot of stuff or whatever but i think since you know um as i mentioned before cordero and i is he's one of uh a few friends that we got close from the clubhouse app so uh i will say it's been what four weeks since i've been on and or been off and i have to kind of It feels like I left the Church of Scientology or something. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best way to kind of compare to, like, it feels like I left a cult. I mean, you know. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. But also, uh, I was having a talk with... uh, our good sis, Devonay, you know, she was on Yay. our uh, episode, Sneaky Links in Palm Springs, and uh, her and I, we were just in Las Vegas uh, last weekend, had a great time, and what one of many things that we talked about was the fact that uh, she has come off Clubhouse, you know, and she sometimes would dip in or whatever like that, but you know, like I told her, you know, this app thrived during the pandemic and stuff, like when we were all shut down. So mm-hmm. now that the world has opened back up and everything, and now that we've all started to get out the house and actually start meeting each other in person and really to solidify those relationships that were, uh, you know, put in place from the app, you know, it's, 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 it did its job, you know, like it, it really did. So it's just like, uh, and and with my absence, I mean, people have come with the bullshit, and I have been uh, having a great time, just not giving a fuck about, just calling them out, because I just feel like it's just so much 
inauthentic behavior amongst Mm -hmm. so many people. And that's one thing that I cannot stand is a fake ass bitch. Um, I hate it. It's so annoying. It's so annoying, Cordero. Like, it's so. I, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I mean, and you know, the, the, the sucky thing about it is that Clubhouse, in my opinion, could still be thriving right now because mm-hmm. not not only are we, you know, the world is open back up, but it's still an easy way for us still to communicate with each other instead of just calling or texting. You know, you just get on the app and right. call whatever. The problem is, <clears throat> is that I truly believe that people's, <laughs> not only did people's facades that they created back mm-hmm. in November, December come cr- um, crashing down, but um, not crashing down, crashing down. But you know, some people have linked up with some some people, and it just wasn't given what it was supposed to give, and <laughs> oh. And people really? just, you know, expressing themselves, and people just don't like it. Oh wow! I did hear that I wasn't given what's supposed to. I gave. I did hear that. Yeah, yeah. They said they, you know, Kansas was not given what I thought he was going to give in person. So yeah, what was what was the 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 not givingness of it all? Um, and as it relates to you, I think that um, they were referring to your height. As well as, as well as um, your masculinity. Mm, masculinity. You know that N word, that dangerous N word that we throw. Don't we know? Other than men, <laughs> right? Other than men, the other dangerous N word that we throw around in the community. Mm. You know, like that is interesting because uh, for the people. That's not of the community. Just some insight. So basically, you know, the the queer community, I will say that, it's who's masculine, who's feminine, who's in between, who rides the fences, blah, 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 and all this shit, right? So when you have within the gay community, especially the gay black community, I mean, now that's an experience. Yeah, it's specific, it's specific. Yeah, you got to be specific. So within the gay black community that Cordero and I are a part of, of course, uh, we're just going to speak on our experience and stuff because we inhabit these spaces. And within these spaces, you know, it's coined, you know, who is the most masculine? That's the person that's the most desirable. That is the generally going to be a space reserved for the top, you know, and me being a top, it's like, oh, it's expected that you are this hyper-masculine man. And in reality, at least for me, I've spent too much time. I've explained it on uh, season one. I had uh, an episode about that where it's just like, no, I did the work too many years ago. Too many years ago. I mean... That closet I came out of, I have burned it to ashes and dumped those ashes into the river and watched them flow away. Like, I am a gay man, a proud gay Black man. So it's just like, you know, when you hear certain things like character attacks like that or attempts, I'll say that, attempts, um, 
it's kind of disheartening because it's like, wow, you know, you expect people to be a little bit more mature Absolutely. and to conduct themselves accordingly because it's like, no, well, we're all gay. Um, all of us are fucking getting fucked or doing both how alleged doing both. Um, but we know people lie about that too. Um, like we don't do both, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's people that, like I say, people that say they do both, but they only get fucked. So it's a lot. <sighs> yeah, it's so much. So it's just like, no, I'm. Yes, I'm short. <laughs> Everyone knows this. I've, I've, I've made it known. I, I phrase for myself because <laughs> I'm a short top. So. <laughs> I mean, let's, I mean, just put it in perspective. I mean, the person who even said that, I mean, come on, they're not credible. You know, they're uh-huh. actually a bottom, they're actually a bottom pretending to be a verse. So, oh. you know, they're not even like, you know, whatever. Oh. Well. I'm, I'm going there today. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I'm choosing violence. That is perfectly fine. No, I actually have people asking me like, you know, oh, when are you going to come back to Clubhouse and do another crop tops and co-room and all this stuff? We miss the violence. I'm like, well, I do have a whole ass podcast that you can listen to. And uh, I guess this episode is going to be very similar to what that room would represent. Don't you think? Exactly. Mm. Yes. So I have I have questions for you and everything, so I'm ready. You do? Yes, I do. Okay, well, I mean, what are your questions? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I know this is your podcast and everything, but you know, you have a fan base out there that just wants to know, you know, what's been going on with Kenny for the last couple of weeks. So I you know I drafted up some good questions to <laughs> for all the curious minds um <laughs> that are going to be wondering. There's so many curious minds, Cordero. There's so many. What the fuck? Really? Yes. <sighs> so are you ready? I'm ready. What's 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 goody? Okay, what's goody? <laughs> so my first question for you is, mm-hmm. you know, for those who have listened to the last episode that I was on, mm-hmm. um, how has things <laughs> how has things gone for you since that episode? Uh, things have been quite interesting. I've had, well, first off, I've had a ton of support and positive feedback. Um, the episode, I mean, I can't even keep the count of people who actually poured out just support and just, you know, positive affirmations and everything like that, which was beautiful. I mean, I was told multiple times that first off the episode, um, episode six and seven um, either triggered them, brought back their PTSD, uh, made them feel a certain type of way, you know, about, you know, self-realization and just how much I have just been as transparent as possible. And that's the reason why I created this show. You know, uh, people who know me in real life, are always aware that you know I'm that most I'm the most transparent person that you can think of. Like I just it's it's really nothing to hide, you know. Really, so um, I made the show to to you know have people identify and and 
you know, help them navigate certain things and stuff like that, which is good that I'm making a positive impact, even on strangers, you know. So that's been beautiful. And within uh, the messiness of it all, I guess, I, uh, I've i received a message. It's like an eight-minute, like, audio message uh, from but the guy there. Before you go into that, yeah. I do want to echo that I agree with everything you just said. Like, it was so good to hear your to hear how vulnerable you were. Um, mm-hmm. it, it actually was refreshing to hear because you don't hear that a lot from men. And I mean, I consider you, I consider you masculine. Um, I, mm-hmm. I do know that you have, you're someone who is able to tap into their masculine and feminine energy, which yes. is amazing because not everyone can do that. Um, you. But, you know, I mean, I only see that feminine energy come out of you when your ass is shaking, you know, and you're dancing and stuff like that. But yes, which I like to shake my ass every now and then. Yes, yes, yes you do. He has sure. a nice fat ass. But I still <laughs> consider you on the masculine side of the spectrum. So to see, you know, hear that vulnerable vulnerability come out, it was refreshing. I think I also messaged you. I cried on that episode. It was pretty. It was a really good episode. Oh so y'all definitely should go listen to that one as well. Yes, episode six, title, We Could Have Been. Mm, mm, mm. But, you know, those are the things that, you know, make life what it is, I guess, right? The the positive and negative things. And, you know, like I say, like, with uh, the guy that I was uh, talking about in episode six and seven, um, he did reach out to me uh, and... Mm-hmm. Hmm? and me <laughs> oh yeah yeah he yeah i don't i don't know why he did that um but he did but um yeah he reached out to me um about two weeks after the confirmation of you know everything that had happened and everything and it was like an eight minute audio message i got it at like fucking six o'clock my time in the morning and I was like okay I listened to the whole thing and I was just like okay you know he was just expressing his deep regret and apologizing um I mean apologizing like a motherfucker and again expressing super duper deep regret and just you know saying how he's a fuck up and how he fucked up our situation and he realizes that and how you know it was a time for him to come clean to kind of try to clear his conscience as much as possible because he spoke about in the message that he realized, uh, again, where he fucked up and how things that allowed him to fuck up in that type of way and uh, how he has to live with it, you know? So mm-hmm. he understood if I never want to talk to him again, you know, reach out or whatever the case was and at that point I was just like you know what if he's doing this I've been doing really good for like the last week at that point and you know time heals a lot I will say that but um I'm like you know what I'll I'll take this time to actually reach out to him and just get some things cleared and just out the way and see if we can um establish some type of respect as as men you know so what was uh your since he reached out to you like what was your thoughts about that Cordero um 
I think he reached out to me um, first. He listened to the um, he listened to the episode. Um, so congratulations. <laughs> so he listens to the episode, and um, um, he reached out to me because I think he felt that I understood a little bit where he was coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, as um, as um, as being someone who has kind of been in that situation, and I kind of understood originally where he was coming from, except some of the other things, except some of the other lies that he continued to you know, bring into the conversation. Mm-hmm. I didn't agree with him on that end, but I understood um, I understood where he was coming from, as well as I felt like the other person involved was really trying to just go ham on him and blame him for everything, and I just didn't like that. That was just some, that was just some <laughs> snake shit. Like, that, that really irritated me. And mm-hmm. so I guess he just felt like he could relate to me. Um, and because he, I guess he assumed that me and you have, um, you know, a strong connection, he wanted to ex- express to me his side of it as mm-hmm. well. Uh, which the funny thing is, you never told me who it was. <laughs> right. So... I never gave, an, I never gave names. And that's the thing. Even though I was, um, I was not considered in none of the wrongdoing, of course. I, and lied to, and uh, in some ways, uh, the manipulation was attempted, you know, and it's just like, even despite all of that, I still stay protective over both people, both parties involved, and never said a name, and was very much careful with how I worded certain things or whatever. Um, So um, certain people that may have been privy to the events that had transpired and stuff wouldn't connect the dots or whatever. It will probably take some time to really think about it if they happen to listen to the show and stuff. So um, that just goes to show like, you know, it's, I'm, I still try to protect that person as much as possible. Yes, you do. By still telling my story, which, again, he knew that the story was going to come out. It just took a turn for the worst. Um, because, like I explained, he would ask plenty of times, you know, why haven't you did a recap episode about Atlanta? Blah, 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 blah. And I was just like, well, I just want to take some time to, you know, we had like this great weekend and we've been having these great weeks following that past weekend and stuff like that. So, um, and then of course he was going to be coming out here to spend some time and stuff before um, everything had, the summer had ended basically. And um, of course the confirmation came. And at that point that travel was, was canceled of course. And so was he, you know, so it was just like, um, one of those situations where I also just didn't want to come out with an episode talking about this magical weekend that we had, which was again, a magical weekend that we both did not expect to happen. And uh, at that point, I just didn't want to speak on something that was involved in somebody who I felt would do some fucked up shit um, and, or did do some fucked up shit. I wasn't trying to claim nobody who was going, I wasn't trying to be out here looking stupid, you know? So, um, ain't about to play me for no scent. Like the fuck. So right. the ancestors, they watched the fuck out baby honey. Cause let me tell you that that plane ticket was about to be bought. <laughs> <laughs> the coin was about to be spent. 
And it would not have been an issue for me because, again, I wanted to see him just as much as he wanted to see me. And I understood that, you know, his financial uh, situation was a little bit limited at the point, you know, uh, at that time. So that's not a problem. You know, um, again, I want to see you as much as you want to see me. And if I have the coin to do it, um, come on, like, let's let's enjoy it. Plain and simple. So. Again, that didn't happen. I'm just glad that the initial weekend that he was supposed to have came out here, which is the weekend that I found out about everything, that he wasn't in my bed when I found out. Um, because originally, he was supposed to have been here and would have been here for a day at that point, the morning I found out. <sighs> Can you imagine? Do you know how dirty I would have had to do him? Like, you have to leave. You got to go. I don't know how you going to get to where you're going. I don't give a fuck at that point. But you got to go. So, I don't know. You got to couch surf or find somebody that you may know. It That just would not have been a good thing or whatever. So, again, the ancestors looked out for me. Like they looked out for him, too. I guess his his ancestors probably did. <laughs> because ooh, being stranded in LA streets, that's not cute. Listen, baby, look, hitchhike, I don't know what you gotta do. Uh hobosexual to stay on somebody, I don't Goodbye. know. You gotta go at that point. So I'm glad that I didn't found uh find out, you know, and I told him that, um, because we did have we did have a conversation um after he had spoke to you about his his grievances and stuff and everything and and I FaceTimed him and he was surprised, you know, that I actually would FaceTime him. And um he just felt like, you know, first off, he was so embarrassed to the point where he couldn't even look at the camera. Um and he's not really good with his with his words and stuff. So even when he, you know, recorded that message to me, he had to write it down and read from it because he just didn't want to skip over anything and miss anything and stuff like that. But, you know, when we had spoke on FaceTime, I just, I was like, look, this is, um, I guess my attempt or our attempt at closure, which is always great. Um, I do understand that that doesn't happen often, but if the opportunity does present itself that we can have closure, then let's have it. And let's, since everything's out there already, let's go ahead and clear the air and be honest, you know? So at that point, it was just like, he was able to explain to me why he felt the need to continue to lie about, you know, me being the only person that has been inside of him because simple for the reason that he regretted that he regretted getting fucked by my friend so bad that he tried so hard in his mind to try to put that in the back of his head so whenever he would say that it was him um having those thoughts those flashbacks and him trying to tell himself like no you know that didn't happen that didn't happen that didn't happen you know especially because he knew he fucked up he did something fucked up to somebody he was trying to build something within someone he actually was growing feelings for at the time and then it just caught it just kept getting stronger and stronger as the weeks went by so i understood that i i mean look 
we've all did some regrettable things, um, you know, and that's, that's something that happened, but, um, we've, to stay on that, on that stage, I guess, just the fact that everything has happened and it's been about four weeks at this point now, um, with everything that's transpired, honestly, Cordero, like, I kind of get when a when an idea of that person or what happened comes to my mind when it when it comes at least I just have like a stink face like I kind of cringe because mm. yeah because again like I explained before you know this person is going to be is going to have some type of uh, place in my mind for forever because I don't like I say I don't like people like that (laughs) so the fact that i was emotionally tied to this individual and with everything that has transpired and everything that continues to go on i just i have like a a cringe face like a stink face like i can't help it maybe i'll feel better uh when i you know in the future or something like that but right now just seeing how everything's been going on and stuff like that i just i'm like "Mm." you know, I guess, um, you know, but Hey, he's doing everything he's always wanted to do. Um, and I'm sure he's getting the attention he's always wanted to get. So, uh, kudos to him. (laughs) He is living his life and, um, he he has a lot. I mean, yeah, of course I know. So, um, because he's reached out to friends of mine and, you know, they called me and, oh, we got to stop him from crying and all this stuff and blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, look, you know, like I told that friend, I was like, well, at the end of the day, since I'm not going to be there for him in that type of way, and if you have that connection with him, then you know what? Um, look out for him as much as possible. Um be there for him as much as possible because he's going to need that. And as an, an older brother figure um, for him, uh, try to give him as much advice, you know, as possible, positive advice, you know? So they, they were like, yeah, you know, cause they are trying to help him out with our situation and stuff. I'm like, look, first off, it's still too new you know, they're in regret too. Cause they're like, I just wished I own. They would have, I would have tried to avoid that whole situation. You know, so it's just like, well, it happened unfortunately, but Hey, it right. is what it is. Mm-hmm. So was that the ultimate reason for you leaving the app? Because I know that, you know, when you first figured everything out, Mm-hmm. You didn't want to be in the same space with um, either person. Mm-hmm. And so was that the ultimate reason why you said, you know what, let me get the fuck off this app because <laughs> I can't, it, it, I'm going to end up saying some shit I really don't want to say on this app and just air everybody's shit out. Yes. Because it's been, it's been so much that's been going on within these spaces uh, and I got on Clubhouse, you know, specifically to 
uh, gain a, a bigger listenership with Nude Radio. It was already on its first season and already finished its first season and was doing well, you know, in the United States and, uh, and four other countries. But I wanted to increase that listenership and I did, you know, it did what it needed to do. And then also just the fact that, again, things were opening up. We were all finally starting to meet each other and whatnot. And then you have this happen and it's just like, okay, this is even more of an initiative to leave the app because first off it's triggering because it's so much stupid drama that's going on that has been going on mm-hmm. for months within these spaces and these individuals that we've come to know. And I am always privy to a lot of the the side tea and, and all that shit, whatever, right? So we have that and the drama that's, that spawns from that. And then in my situation, like for me, and I've spoke about it before, I try my best to live a drama-free life and, I, and I'm pretty successful. Like the success rate is very high. So I can hear about everybody else's tea. I can hear about everybody else's drama and shit like that or whatever. But when it actually affects me and knocks on my door, I need to disassociate myself with it literally. Like if it's in front of me physically, I need to leave and walk away. If it's virtually in this type of way or over the phone and stuff, I need to excuse myself because it's going to be triggering. And I don't want to, um, I don't want to say too much shit that's going to just put everybody in a situation that they're just going to all want to delete the app at this point. So that's that. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. So, since you have been off the app, yeah, it seems like you know more more people's true colors have come out. Really? Um, I'm asking you. Like, have you (laughs) like figured out more things, or have you been you know? Because everyone loves telling Kenny everything, you know. Um, (laughs) especially since you're not on the app, they don't have to worry about it getting back on the app. So you Uh know. Have you been, you know, <sighs> told some things that it's like, okay, I kind of figured that out or <laughs> I already knew that you're just now figuring that out. Like, have some, have any of those moments happened? I would have to say that after leaving the app, there's been, first off, more people that's reached out. Again, these are people that we have all come to to know and become fond of and all that stuff or whatever. And um, they'll reach out through FaceTime or they'll try to call me or text me or whatever the case is or get in contact with me. And they they have told me some things. I mean, and I've definitely seen some true colors for sure, you know, um, with so many individuals. And even with, you know, my last trip and stuff, you know, and, and even the days before oh, then. We're going to get into that. Yeah, even the days before then and stuff, like, but I've, I've used those opportunities, like, when guys have come, this is one, yeah, I talked about it before, I think I did talk about it in episode six. First off, anybody who uses 
I don't care what anybody fucking say on fucking Twitter. Y'all can cancel me if you want on Twitter for saying this. But people who say fucking grand risings and kings and queens and shit like fuck off. <laughs> fuck off. Like go on somewhere with that shit. How many kings and queens do you have? I mean, Jesus. What the fuck? Maybe so everybody can't be a king and a queen. They can't. They can't. A lot of people are, are peasants or rats. Um, but I just, it, I had to, it was this one dude that, um, again, fond of everything like that. But I just, I felt like, you know, he positioned himself as like one of the most unattainable individuals on the app. Um, and <laughs> he just, you know, he don't like nobody. If he likes you, you are a godsend straight from the butt cheeks of heaven, honey. And meanwhile, you know, we're exchanging news. We're talking all this shit. You know, he wants to, like, he can't wait to connect and all this stuff or whatever. He just likes me so much. (sighs) And I found out that I found out from his friend that he was also talking to somebody probably just as heavy, if not even more. Um, and I'm sure telling the same things too. So when this, when I forgot how we got on the subject or whatever, but he had brought up everything from Atlanta and he was just like, I couldn't, I couldn't believe that you had fucked him and all this stuff or whatever. And, Uh oh yeah, I couldn't believe that. Like, not you, like out of all, and I'm like, well, you had already been king and queening with somebody else. I, you made it seem like I was the only one that you liked, you know, right. that you, you know. Um, so he explained, you know, that we were single. I'm like, I, you don't need to say that. I know that we're single tech, of course, duh. Like, that's, but one thing I hate is like when these dudes who, whether they're on the app or not, their first go-to is when when they're trying to, you know, act as if they're holy and thou and their mother Teresa and the godsend of, of, of all men, right? When they position themselves like that and they put themselves in this this pedestal. Pedestal. And <laughs> this unattainable pedestal, they're not doing anything. I mean, they are Mother Teresa, you know, but then it's found out that they're actually doing some of the worst things and playing with people's emotions and feelings and, and, and all this stuff or whatever, and possibly their bodies. Um, their first go-to is, well, I'm single. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> oh, shit. It's like, duh, we know that. Like, it's, you know, duh, I know. So like I told him, I'm like, that's clear. Yeah, but that's not taking away the fact that you made it seem like, you know, and like I told him, I'm like, I'm just, it's no sweat off my back. Like, I really don't care. I'm just at this point now in a trolling mood and in a mood just to kind of just give y'all a piece of my mind. And I'm like, look, it is what it is. I'm not, I'm really not tripping. I just thought it was funny how you position yourself in this type of way and then here it is you made it seem as if i was just 
gold and you only had eyes for me that's that's how it came off literally and i told him this this is how it came off when at the same time you're entertaining somebody else um as heavy or even more so it's just like we we gotta make the math math and stuff or whatever but he didn't have anything to say about that um after i had uh cleared that whole thing up but uh everything is still good with us mm-hmm. you know it's just it's no beef when we're having these discussions it's just i see you for who you are, you point really point are. Period. it's no yeah. beef it's no beef at all like if i see him tomorrow i give him a hug and embrace him and stuff like that like we still talk through instagram and whatever um not as heavy obviously since i've been off the app and not as heavy since Atlanta. Um, but, hey, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> mm. yeah. yeah. I know who you're talking about. Oh, okay. I'm pretty yeah. sure I do. Mm. Probably. I'm sure you do. <laughs> <laughs> I, figure, I, I figure shit out. <laughs> so, um... Okay, so you really answered a couple of my questions with that. Mm-hmm. So, okay, was it hard? To, was it hard to? Um, <laughs> was it hard for you to kind of stay off the app? Yes, and it still is, Cordero. It uh, is not not as much as it was the first week or the first few days, but I will say with each day, it got easier. But, I mean, I would be lying to say that I don't think about the app, you know, throughout the day or something like that. Because, again, I mean, like I said, like what me and Devin were talking about last week, this app was our our lifeline to the world (laughs) outside of our four walls. So we all had become very much addicted and invested in this app and these relationships that we had, you know, gained with these people. And um, we were all just so excited to finally get the opportunity to meet each other and stuff. And and we have been, which has been a blessing um, for most uh, and a curse for some, but you know, uh, it served its purpose, you know, and I just think that it's, it's, it's still kind of complicated because sometimes you think about like, oh, like, it'll just be so easy just to, you know, get back in and just like talk to everybody and stuff like that. But I've ever since coming off the app, it's a lot of people that I spoke to every single day on the app. And, you know, we were so close. But once I've been off, um, we don't speak. So there's that too. Right. You see so, with that being said, you know, you knew a lot about a lot of people while you were on the app. Yes. Um, you know, and you knew um <laughs> not just personally, but you know, people have slid in your DMs and have said certain things. Mm-hmm. Did, was it is it hard for you to keep quiet when you were hearing certain people lie about, you know, (laughs) you know, lie about, you know, the type of person they are, whether it's their sexual position, whether it's, you know, the type being, you know, putting on the front that they put on, like, was it hard for you to just sit there in some of those rooms and just stay (laughs) muted? Because I know that you did that a lot 
was that yeah. something that was kind of hard to, for you to do? And did you witness that a lot? I did. I mean, ever since December, when everything started popping off in the gay black spaces on Clubhouse, there was a ton of men, uh, bottoms versus and tops, I get who position themselves. And as a top, for example, um, I call myself Captain Cock Collector because those oh, cocks I come. Yeah, yeah. Those a lot of the tops, uh, they weren't and are not tops. Uh, because I mean, you know, they're sending me things and telling me things uh that is not uh behavior of a top. And they're getting these these bottoms moist and wet. I mean, booty holes clenching, percolating and twerculating, I guess. And I'm thinking to myself, like, well, they trying to be twerculated for me. So, oh. For my little short ass. Okay, cute. Got it. That's that's cute. And then you have uh, the people who are, you know, the verse kings, I guess. I don't really know how big that community really is because it's so much false advertisement. Um, exactly. Which I just, I, I want to get to the bottom of that, uh, literally. Uh, <laughs> no point intended shit all puns intended look like so it's just interesting um hearing people talk and and say oh i've never had sex with uh somebody off clubhouse or i've never did this or i'm not these people haven't seen my news and i'm sitting right here on the fucking stage <laughs> <laughs> What is it? A living testament? I'm that happened here... the other day. It was so funny. What like, happened? Someone literally um, <laughs> said that about somebody. They were like, uh-huh. you know, I've never been in a relationship before. You know, I've never, you know, I've, mm. I've just had fuck buddies and situations, but never been in a relationship before. And it's like, oh. the person they were just in a year of relationship was like on the stage with them. And it's like, Okay, like wow. you, you didn't have to say their name, but you didn't have to say that you have never been in a relationship before, um, either. So it's like, why are you lying? <laughs> it's like, what, 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 like, what purpose does it serve? And the nigga is on the stage with you. Interesting. Wow. See, see, shit like that. I'm just like, and that's why I tell people like, don't. Why do people feel the need to voluntarily just lie? Like, I just always felt like if I ever felt the the, the inkling to lie, I'll just shut my fat ass up and not say anything. Exactly. I'll I'll change the subject or I'll say, I don't know if I feel that it's something I need to hide. I would probably say, like, you know, no comment or whatever like that. Like, that's just stupid. That's just dumb. Like, for what? I wonder what that person that was in a relationship uh, thought about that. Oh, they were they were pissed. <laughs> they were pissed. They was like, okay, like, what was the point of that? That's weird. See, like, that's that's just weird. Like, and I I don't know the full situation, but that's behavior like that is just weird as fuck. Um, wow, interesting. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like I say, I've I've been privy to a lot of information. Uh, from Clubhouse on the stages, but again, the opposite is being done within my DMs, and 
my phone has always I've always called my phone the little black book because it's the little <laughs> black book of Los Angeles and now it's the little black book of a lot of different uh, places at this point now um, <laughs> what's the Harry Potter uh, book the Chamber of Secrets <laughs> <laughs> but it's just screaming. it's just interesting like it's again it's stupid lies like that um I just always felt was weird. Like when, like I've never been with anyone off Clubhouse. Hmm. Really? Like, have you? Have you haven't? Okay. Because it's like you know, don't ask me because I tell you, like the fuck. Because listen, <laughs> we gonna we gonna keep going. Huh? We are going to keep going. What? I have a question that I really need answers to. Okay. Why are you on a mission to take all my tops? <sighs> I've always been Captain Cop Collector, though. Like, I've always wrestled in the tops. Always. But why is that something that you take pleasure in? It's like, like why is that? Is, does it feel like you have... <laughs> Like won a trophy. Like what? 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 What is it that about that that turns you on so much? They offer me pleasure. I mean, I get that. Yeah. So, so is that? Mm. <laughs> yes. So, is that what turns you on? Like, <laughs> is it's not the fact that it's a top that's doing it, or is it <laughs> like? Do you feel like okay, this is another top I've checked off my list? Like, what is it because? It seems like you have a fixation on tops. <laughs> so, for years, I used to call it lesbian sex. Anybody, who's been, <laughs> anyone who has been following me for years at this point, and anyone who knows me um, outside of you know social media and stuff, everybody knows that Kenny loves "quote unquote" what I call lesbian sex, and. I just sometimes enjoy non-penetrative sex. And uh, the truth of the matter is, I don't really care for oral sex. Like, I don't really like getting my dicks up. Um, I would rather get my ass ate than get my dicks up. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only times that I like getting my dick sucked is when it's with another top. Um, Interesting. Yeah. That's the only time because like when I'm with a bottom and we're having like, you know, the traditional top and bottom sex or whatever like that, like I get that they want to suck a dick and, and I'll let them do it or whatever, but I'll rather eat them out and, and dig in them. Right. Yeah. Like I'd rather do that. Um, and then I reserve the, other stuff the juicy oral shit like for me and my tops you know and we can eat each other out we can suck each other's dicks we can uh rub each other's dicks up against each other and jack them off together and just like come all over each other and just like mm, like that just made me think about one of my favorite tops we made a nasty video uh a few weeks ago oh my god he's one of my he's been one of my favorite tops since 2017 and i mean he got the fattest smoothest delicious asses and a big and 
It sits on my face. Like, his hole is tight. Like, it tastes good. It's pink. Oh, my God. <sighs> yeah, he just assumes the position. Like, I just... Uh, he has a cum fetish. So, um, I like to just put him on his back and just, like, you know, again, beautiful. His ass is a work of art. That hole? No, that's a hole. And y'all know I love to see hole. And So, where, where does he like for you to come at it? So after eating him out for like an hour and some change and then like sucking his dick, like, you know, the Gawk Gawk 3000, all of that shit, mm, you know, like when you let the spit like fall down to the booty hole. Mm. Absolutely. Yes. You say absolutely. <laughs> so when I'm ready to nut, because he would text me like, you know, when was the last time you nut, you know, whatever like that. And I'm like, nigga, we've been fucking with each other for how many years and you still keep asking me like, that's gonna mean a thing. I come a lot. You know this. Like, regardless of the fact how many times I done came or whatever, you know I come with pounds. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's the thing they like. They just like to, they just want to, they just want to see it in the message. Like, I come with, with a, a full load. So, it's just like, nigga, if I told you earlier, you know, if you came by, um, but you know, he comes over, you know, and he likes for me to bust a big old fat ass nut all over him. And then he uses it to jack his dick off and then he busts the fat ass mm. nut, nut too. Mm. So fucking hot. Mm. I like that. How often do you guys link up? Uh, I would probably say like like once a week on average. Okay. If we're not, if like, I mean, he travels a lot. I've started back traveling and stuff, taking these little weekend trips and shit. So it just depends, but we also see each other during the week as well. So it's not just a weekend thing. Okay. 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 Mm. So you guys have never like gotten, have a bottom involved. It's just been you and him. Uh, yes, it's just been, well, the first time that we had messed around, uh, <laughs> this is so off topic, but I'm so interested. The first time we messed around, um, it was a guy that I was talking to and, uh, he and I were having lesbian sex and, uh, because he didn't believe in penetrative sex because of soul ties or whatever the fuck this shit is. But mm -hmm. meanwhile, of course he's, uh, ripping and running through the streets too, but I found out that he was also fucking around with somebody I had a threesome with. And at a house party, he was going to go home with that guy. Um, and I shut that shit down by, you know, using my powers of, um, well, I did manipulate the situation. But I was just like, you know, I never forget he got in the car with the dude and he was about to go home with him. I'm like, uh, if your ass not coming home with me, I'm about to shut this shit down. Hey, Not he's coming. Blocking. I sure did. He was in the car. He thought he was about to go home with him. And I'm like, um, well, y'all have a good night. And I did my little eye thing, like when I'm horny or something that I do with my eyes. And the dude caught the hint and he was like, you know what? I'm going to go with Kenny. <laughs> and old boy's lips dropped. Them big ass lips, they dropped. He said, what? And he was like, yeah, we're going to go to the arcade. And I'm like, okay, the arcade. And uh, yeah, he had to, because he was a hobosexual. 
Um, so he had to find somewhere else to stay that night, some someone else's couch. I don't know. But I know, oh boy, got the fuck out that car before it took off and said, I'm going with Kenny uh, so we can go play, quote unquote, arcade games. Mm. And we actually went back to my place and had a threesome with, oh boy, who's my favorite top? And uh, yeah, but we never, we didn't fuck him. Uh, I wanted, because he had a fat ass booty and shit. Um, I wanted to, because I do like watching like, you know, sex in person, because it's like, you know, I love the POV and everything, like the dick going inside the booty hole. Right. But um, maybe he wasn't ready that night, you know, that's fine. But we did bust a fat ass nut and shame with the sleep. Um, and then I kicked him out. And ever since, uh, me and him, he comes over and I just nut all over him. And he just uses that as lube. It's so hot. Mm. I love it. It's beautiful. I love that. Yes. Well, I guess, okay, I guess now that you've made it make sense, you know, I guess, you know, it's looked upon negatively because, you know, not for me, but, you know, most bottoms <laughs> just really have a problem with tops being with other tops. Like they, for some reason, they feel like it takes away from them being with them. And, no, I tell, them, I tell them all the time, like I don't give a fuck what you do, but when you're with me, this is what you're doing. So I don't get it. Yeah, because the thing is, and what I want people to understand. So for my my tops, my bottoms, my verses, again, living your truth. Um, as long as y'all have been consenting adult sex and it's not problematic, it's not hurting nobody, it's not illegal, then do what y'all do. Point blank, period. Right. So what I want people to understand is, and what I've come to realize is the fact that, and ever since getting on Clubhouse, I've, my network of tops have grown. (laughs) (laughs) Not my network of tops. (laughs) (laughs) Look, my, my, okay, my network of tops has grown or whatever. So it's just like, what I've come to realize is that, you know, we that's not taken away from sex from the bottom at least in my in my way or whatever because it's just like when i want some straight up ass without oh i wonder if he gonna let me fuck or if he's gonna be a fake top you know like um i i go to that you know i go to my bottoms because first off i like to masturbate a lot and I actually did a, a podcast uh, episode about masturbation, which I haven't aired yet. But mm, that one got good. That one got that one got good. But I love to jack the fuck off. So if I finally want actual ass, then I'll get ass. I have my regulars for that. If I want just you know to have non-penetrative sex, which come to find out a lot of tops love non-penetrative sex mm-hmm. as quiet as it's kept we don't always need to fuck an ass um i do get that there's a thrill with conquering a top or someone who says they're a top or whatever because some people may be like oh well you know i conquered this dude or whatever like that's kind of similar to people you know uh you know sleeping with people who are in relationships or married um it's kind of like you're doing something that you're not supposed to do. It's like the forbidden fruit. So 
I can get how people can get like a rush off of that. Um, that's perfectly understandable. But for me, I just, when I do want to suck some, some big pretty ass dick, when I want to eat a pretty ass tight booty hole and shit like that, like they have been vetted. Um, I'm going to suck that big ass dick. I'm going to get my dick sucked and actually enjoy it. I'm going to get my ass fucking ate. I'm going to eat they fucking ass. I'm going to finger they butt. You know, we going to nut each other, like nut on each other or whatever like that, or each other's mouth, whatever the fucking case is. Like, mm, that shit going to get hot. And then they can take their ass home. Right. Like, I'm going to give them Gatorade and send them on their way. If, if I got some a little bag of chips, here's some chips, you know. We 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 went for broke, you know. We we worked we worked out. Um, here's some some substance for your ass, like so. So bottoms, a lot of tops love other tops for that reason because sometimes you know other tops like to be dominated or have like that equal uh, balance of dominance and. Um, they can do certain things that they can't do with you. And it doesn't take away anything from you because they're still going to fuck you. Um, of course, all tops want to uh, fuck that top and see if they are, quote unquote, a fake top. But a lot of times that don't happen. Um, for me, it does. But I can't count. <laughs> Listen, I'd have, did some, I'd, have, I'd have been in so many notorious tops booty holes. I mean... Because you see, you you saw, Cordero, you saw, like, I'm and what people have come to see when they meet me in person from Clubhouse, Absolutely. that I'm, I'm a little shapely. So it's just like, it's like, oh, okay, like, you got this fat ass or whatever like that. Like, I want to eat it and I want to do all this, like, oh, please let me fuck you, Kenny, please let me fuck you. And I'm like, no, 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 no. And... Well, I'm like, you can eat my ass, though. And they'll be like, okay, we'll take whatever we can. And I'm like, exactly, because that's all I'm giving out tonight. And <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be in the whole, you know, the whole room or whatever the case is. And I just get them so fucking horny. You know, you got to, when you, you get in your ass, you got you, something that I like to be done to me. Like, you got to squeeze their tongue with your booty hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like. That that fucks them up, and you got spread the cheeks and all that stuff, right? And you just get them so fucking horny to the fact that they're like, "Damn, this nigga not gonna let me fuck." Okay, fuck me, and I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> me? Right? My shot up? Okay." <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'd have been in so many tops asses, like in LA, it's ridiculous, and it's just oh funny God, because I'm like push it out. Push, push it out. Yeah, when you push the hole out while you're eating it. Push the hole out. Like that's that's what I need to be done, and that's what I do for uh, said tops. Um, when we're in the in that whole little uh, wicked dance, um, but yeah, it's it's interesting. Like, and with those tops, I always see them out. You know, now the world's open back up and stuff. We see them out like at the day parties and like, you know, at the bars and shit like that or on social media. And they're just like these, I'm a big dick top. And and here my short ass is like looking like, (laughs) like, um, you're a verse. (laughs) And that is okay. And that's okay. 
like I'm trying to tell you, like me personally, I I personally enjoy having sex with either verse men or men mm-hmm. who are tops that like their ass eaten. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I love eating ass. So yeah. I know that I, I, I'm confident that if I go when I go down there to eat your ass, I'm not gonna mm-hmm. be disappointed. So yeah. because you are verse, you are you're a top that likes your ass eating, so you know mm-hmm. these things. You know, mm-hmm. a strict a strict top, you know, I, I can't. I love eating ass, so I want someone who's open-minded to those things. So I really don't know why there is such this huge disappointment with people when they hear someone <laughs> is not really a top. <laughs> They're just a verse or a verse bottom or whatever. Like, who cares? I just don't like that. I, and I get that too. And I talked to one of my bottoms about that. And he and I might do an episode uh, two, which I know that was, that's, that's going to be one for the books because our voices really complement each other. And he talked about it um, because he is a bottom. He found out that one of his tops was actually burst and was getting bust down. And uh, he was just like, I can respect if you just would say that you are verse or that, you know, you like to get fucked from time to time, or whatever like that. Like, don't position yourself to be like just this strict top when in reality, you getting bent over, creaming all over dick, pushing booty holes out, nut coming out with it. I mean, all of that shit, because he saw the material, he saw the content because his friend actually went behind his back and fucked the dude. Um, so <laughs> it's funny that me and him had that situation happen to us. But um, yeah, I was just like, I just, because again, it's the the gay community is, is going to be based off of that heteronormative bullshit. So it's just like, oh, can we do without it? you know, tops feel like they have to be this thing. And it's like, no. And and bottoms help push that agenda. They really yeah. do. Yeah, so, they do. you know, and, and bottoms, bottom shame, you know. So that's why those tops feel the need to keep lying when yep. in reality they like to get fucked. And it's like, it's okay if you do. But if you get fucked, especially you get fucked by me, then you should probably drop that that top label because I'm going to call you out and still fuck with you. But I'm going to be like, sir, stop saying that you're toxic. You're not. <laughs> it's so funny. I actually have a, a guy who is um, a verse bottom who mm-hmm. wants to explore his um, verse side more because mm-hmm. he's always put in positions to just bottom. And so I am, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to help him out. I'm going to allow him to explore his top side more. um, On you. You know, on me. Yeah. Like, why not? You know, I have no problem, you know, being the vessel for the community. (laughs) I have no problem being the vessel. So I'm definitely going to let him top me um, multiple times so he can, you know, get a hang of it. So that should be happening within the next month or so. You said multiple times. Oh yeah, he's he's gonna come in town, and that's you know, of course, we'll show him the city. But the purpose is, you know, for him to be a top. Really. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like he has a really nice ass, and you know, automatically mm. when people see his ass, they like, look, I just want to, I want to fuck you, and he's not given the opportunity to top like he wants to. And so, 
yeah, he's kind of tired of just being a bottom all the time. So oh. he wants to he wants to explore being a top a little bit more. But he wants to be a verse. He wants to be a full verse. Okay. But he wants to explore being a top for a little while. So I mm. said, okay, cool. You know, why not? Interesting. That's beautiful. I mean, I'm here for growth. And like I say, as long as, look, we're consenting adults and it's not problematic or illegal, do what makes your dick squirt or your booty hole cream. Mm -hmm. The real cream, not the Twitter cream, like the real cream. Not, not the real that, cream. Not that, that ranch dressing, you know. Vanilla extract or whatever the fuck that was. Vanilla extract? That's what they doing? Yeah, that's what they said. They put um vanilla ash. Yeah, that's what they use. Really? Yeah, they they put it in mm -hmm. their um when they're dishing. Oh, smell like a pastry. It's so disgusting. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that's healthy. I really don't. Wow. Uh, <sighs> I'm gonna try it once. I'm gonna try it once. Interesting. Huh. <sighs> <laughs> use the imitation vanilla extract first before you go into like the real vanilla extract um, I'm curious <laughs> but it should be fine though because it's literally just vanilla bean and water so I mean try get back to me on that cause... I, am, I actually have some I've just been very hesitant to try it See, I have vanilla extract for my pastries because I like to bake desserts. Um, I get that people call ass cake. That's cute. Um, <laughs> I get it. I see it. I'm look. Hey, hey, you know, get it. I'm I'm here for it. Like, mm. I have two more questions. Yeah, what's up? Now this one, um, this one I'm pretty sure everyone wants answers for. We need answers. And what is that answer? What's <laughs> this question? What what the fuck is going on with you and Julian? <sighs> everyone wants to know that. <laughs> That's what I keep getting asked. Like they literally DM me every time. Mm -hmm. they see y'all together I said they were I said first of all they were <laughs> both in Vegas <laughs> but then that doesn't help my case when you guys then you know you know when you kiss when we what kiss <laughs> and then they're like oh my god what I said oh my god like have y'all never seen two grown men kiss before like <laughs> Well, first off, okay, so Julian is... And then Dallas, y'all were hugged. I mean, you know, you have to admit... You saw the vibes? I saw the... I was there. I witnessed it firsthand. Mm. I was here for it. I was I was here for it. So, but you know, there's been three trips in a row now where uh -huh. it's, it's progressed as it's yeah. progressed and people are just like, well, damn. Yeah. Well, we have we have a connection. We have a special bond. Okay. Yeah. Um, our birthdays are on the same day, December first. We're both Sagittarius, and uh, yeah, we're we Sagittarius, whichever you choose. 
Well, I'm going to be a Sagittarius for the rest of the year. Um, I'm not letting none of you hoes sleep. Um, <laughs> why, people, why, why are people so infatuated by what you and him have going on? Um, because clearly, you know, it's no, it's no one's business. But why are people so infatuated with you two? Well, first off, people have come to know us for the outspoken Sagittarius that we are because that's one of our most common traits with our Zodiac sign. And he, more than I, um, I keep a lot of stuff that he puts out there um, under wraps. It's only a hair trigger, but he wears his chaotic energy on his on his sleeve, whereas I keep mine buttoned up. Yes. But all I have to do is unbutton. That's it. <laughs> and it's even more chaotic so that's why I just keep it real cool but you know for like the last few months you know he has again himself positioned himself as a, a notorious top um, who loves to he says it all the time he loves to just thrash booty holes all of that right oh he's very vocal and honest he's very, about, vocal. He, he's very open very honest and open about it so with that being said, and people have come to know that I too am a top. So I think with within the clubhouse app, at least within the, the spaces that we occupy, it's a, it's a focus. It's like high school, but even smaller. So people, again, are invested in each other. Everybody's in each other's DMs and everything like that. Everyone's sending dick pics and booty hole pics and promising each other their bodies and everything when the opportunity presents itself, right? So when you have like these two tops that are desirable tops at that people see that and when they see that they may not be getting any type of attention from that top then and the other top is getting the attention from that one and it's like because julie and i talked about it we talk about it often um he's very vocal about how he shook the room up when People were asking, oh, well, who did you find attractive in Atlanta? Blah, 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 blah. He was like, nobody but Kenny. And I guess all the bottoms felt some type of way or whatever the fact is. <laughs> this, is this is what he has told me. This is from literally his, his own mouth. He was like, I, it was just, I just saw it for Kenny. Like, you know, yes, attractive dudes or whatever that was out there, but I just saw for Kenny and I'm not fucking with none of you clubhouse hoes. Like that's, that's what he says. Um, so for that time, like I say, the last few months, we've been forming a bond, you know, again, we're both Sagittarians on the same birthday and I'm from Detroit. He's from Chicago, brother, sister city. So we already have that uh, connection on top of that too. Mm -hmm. And the fact that, you know, when we had met in Atlanta in person, at least, it was nothing but vibes. Like it wasn't any question. Like we talk all the time. Um, so we were excited to finally get to meet each other and stuff. And again, he got to see, he saw the material, you know, and from there, that's what it was. <laughs> right. And um, yeah, we just have gotten close. So uh People have tried to dissect everything and ask questions and shit. And um, people want to know if we fucking. And it's like, it's none of y'all business. And then on top of that, it's like, for what? Uh, you know, one nigga in particular who I talked to 
last week, you know, I confronted him because he felt the need to keep asking Julian, like, oh, are you and Kenny fucking, like, please tell me, are you and Kenny Kenny fucking? And I'm like, interesting. So Julian, of course, is telling me everything. And I'm like, why the fuck does he want to know so fucking bad? You know, so I eventually was like, you know what, let me ask him, because here it is, he's in my DM, he has noticed I'm not on Clubhouse, like everybody else, not everybody want to check in on Kenny, and all of that, mm-hmm. and that concern, and, you know, well, I miss you, nigga, why are you asking Julian if me and you fuck, if me and him fuck, like, what, like, why is that your business, and then on top of that, you know, you don't think that that that's messy? Like, because you try to act and you position yourself as not being a messy person and, you know, like so many others try to put themselves, you know, on this pedestal of, of being unproblematic or, you know, they stay above the fray of the drama and all this shit, when in reality, they be digging for the most fucking tea. Yes, they do. And, and spreading the most drama and gossip see because that's what something that me and julian just to break away real quick that's something me and julian talked about and talk about often what we can respect about you cordero is the fact that you own your shit you know like people know what they're going to get when they're talking to you or if it's something that they want to keep close to them if it's that pressing of a matter, then they keep that to themselves. Because again, nobody knows if you're going to say something about it or speak on it or whatever the fact is or whatever, because we can't read each other's minds. But if it's that pressing of an issue, then they know like, oh, well, I can either tell Cordero or I don't have to or whatever, or you own your shit. Like you real as fuck about that shit. And that's something that we respect about you. Um, and a lot of people, you may not know, a lot of people do respect that about you, is you know what the fuck you're going to get when you're dealing with you. So you're not one of these fake ass people who are trying to act as if they're not into the drama and the tea and stuff when in reality, they're, they're probably worse. Right. You know, so this individual, he was like, I just wanted to know. And I'm like, mm, okay, for what, though? Because you want Julian, like you, huh? You want to cuddle with him or something like that, right? Or, yeah, that's what I heard. Um, Got it. Like, you're top, supposedly, and he's, what what do you want? Like, and why do you want to know if we, if me and him are fucking for what? So you can get back on the app and then, you know, have some tea to tell people, like, you know, that these two tops are not actually tops or one of them is a fake top or not. Like, no, Um, we, we have our own connection. We have our own bond and um, people are so worried about what uh, they don't, or at least what they are seeing online. I just feel like, you know, people so invested, y'all need to worry about what y'all don't see. Like, and that's just not, <laughs> y'all so fucking invested worry about what y'all see on fucking line My, meanwhile we were just i didn't know he was gonna do that um i was just doing a, a little video a little selfie video or whatever um and he did the little kiss thing or whatever and i 
I was like, if you rewatch the video, which I know a lot of people have and have told me that they rewatched it like fucking 20 something times. The last two seconds when I look at the camera and I, I see him doing that. And then I was like, OK, well, I guess we doing right. this. I guess we about to stir some some shit up. And, uh, you know, so the fuck like, yeah, we've had better kisses. <laughs> 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 mm, like so that's why i say like motherfuckers be worried um you know about shit that they see in online and it's not even between just me and julian like y'all need to worry about what y'all don't see because again it's a bunch of covert ass motherfuckers out here doing some fucked up ass shit playing with a bunch of people you know and trying to act like they hold it in now you know there's that Okay. It's just it's just so irritating. Like I just don't I don't get the uh fixation on YouTube. Again, it's too I mean it's cute, this... it's sexy, y'all both are very attractive. <laughs> so I get that part of it. Like I get that. Like I get that it may turn people on, you know, and people are so <laughs> horned up because they want to know. Like I get that. But what I don't get is the other shit that comes with it, like, it's not that deep. I mean, I knew when I had finished that video, I was like, oh, my God. And he was laughing because he just, was, he chooses violence. He chooses violence 100% of the time. So he thought that shit was funny because he started up a, a whirlwind after we left Atlanta. And... um started some shit that had all the bottoms coming at me sideways i mean people had made rumors up about and it was a lot i'm like damn this this story is this uh this joke of a story has evolved it has grew legs and wings um and i had actually provided like screenshots when he was just joking at that time um so it's just like no um the fuck like so i get it um i just i just think it's funny you know uh and he was like posted and i'm like oh my god i'm like my dms are about to be in the trenches in the gutter and I got attacked. I got attacked within five minutes of one of my bottoms. Uh, he's a verse, or anyways. Um, <laughs> <laughs> keep just keep it going. He felt all types of ways and was like, "Really?" And I'm like, "I'm like, stop." I was like, "Hello, stop!" Like, and he was like, "Bet." And I'm like, oh, huh? Oh, not the bet. I said, we're joking. Well, people don't joke uh, when people don't uh, kiss and joke and all that stuff or whatever like that. I'm like, ooh, baby, no. Uh Oh, here we go. And Julian caught wind of that. And then he exposed him (laughs) because he has been in his DMs um, trying to get fucked. So it was just like, um, hmm, 
see. Okay. Shut the fuck up. People, just sit down and eat your food. You should not have said nothing. You shouldn't have said shit. You should not say shit, especially to two Sages, one who you're fucking currently, and then the other you want to get fucked by. And it's just like, like you just set yourself up. Like you just told on yourself, you should have just shut your ass up and ate your food. And I get it. If I would have saw the, the my top with another top that I want to get topped by, kissing on video on Instagram, I would have threw my phone to the side to the flow and would have went to sleep. I would have been bitter. I would have been bitter. I can see, I can admit to that shit. I would have been in my feelings, but you would not have caught me messaging my top like what and i'm not angry meanwhile you post the angry things and you keep this conversation going and shit so of course because julian operates on chaos he starts showing me the dms Mm. and i'm like so i'm like well let me get this straight i'm i've been fucking you we've been fucking for a minute so i've been fucking you and then you know that he and I are friends and that we're very close, but you want to get fucked by him too. But you acting mad. Because what is your reason? Let's make it. Let's make it make sense. The math ain't mathing. The math is not math, and so it's just like, and here, here it is. I got Julian going to fuck off because again, he chooses violence all the and time. And does. He chooses violence all the time, so he's going to fuck off. And I'm like, calm down, calm down. This we gon' look. This is this this looks bad. This looks really bad. And I get and I was like, you know what? This person, he's not he's he's not speaking from his mouth. He's not his it's his prostate. His prostate is speaking for him. It's not. It's not him. It's his prostate. That's. Just, it's coming from from down below. It's coming mm-hmm. from down below. We we just it's gonna blame it. We gonna blame it on that. We gonna it's blame it on the, on the prostate. Like that's that's what we gonna put the blame on. It's not him. He's under the influence. <laughs> and here it is. The group that we're in. We are laughing, and they were laughing at him because they're like, "Why would he choose to say something?" Why would he start with the smoke and he knows how y'all are? And he was like, Well, blah 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 and I'm not mad and and you're and I'm like, see, and they gonna FaceTime me uh after Vegas talking about well, how was your trip? Um, me and you I'm not feeling you right about now because you show show ass. Don't don't FaceTime me asking me about Vegas and stuff. You could have been there if you wanted. You could have came too, like everybody else did, but I mean, since we're on the topic of Vegas, how was Vegas? It was cute. I mean, you know, it Vegas gay black scene does not give at all what it should give. Um, it's very much. Uh, it needs to do better. I'll say that. Mm. It's very. It was very hot. Um, like I said, I enjoyed my time with uh, my baby Devonay. I enjoyed my time with uh, Julian, of course, 
and um, we had a good time making these hoes mad. <laughs> um, it was very fun. And you know what? We look forward to continuing doing that, um, you know, because we have another trip coming up, too. And um, the girls, they want to know things. And it's like, y'all. Where's the next trip? We're going to New York. All the um, second week of August. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you were going. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll okay. Become... Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. Mm, that's gonna yeah. be quite. That's gonna be quite interesting. Mm-hmm. It should be. <laughs> it, it, it it will be uh, with all the people I know that's going. Um, oh. I'm, st- I'm I'm still working on that one. You should come. I am. I'm trying to move some stuff around to have some recording stuff to do, but I'm trying to see. I may be able to come in for like two days and that's it. That's perfect. I'll be there for four days and um, I look forward to it because I want to start back going out, you know, traveling and shit like that, which I have. And um, I want to be able to get to know New York, like the back of my hand eventually. Like I want to, <laughs> like I want to eventually know New York. Like I know LA, you know, so um, ideally, I would go three to four times out the year and stuff. Like, I would love to start doing that. Um, so I look forward to that. And of course, I look forward to seeing everybody. And I have some other people who want to see me in New York, and I'd like to see them. Mm. Oh, you're going to have fun. So you're going to have to do a New York recap. So it seems as though your Ooh. trips are... <laughs> <laughs> Your trips are um, progressing uh, with the the shit. <laughs> each each trip each trip is more shit being um, you know coming from Mister Heflin. So you know, what, what do you look for the most with New York? Uh, well, like I say, it's a few. It's it's a few of my it's a few of my tops is gonna be there too. Um, we're we're looking to enjoy each other's time and space, and uh, I'm excited about that. Uh, there's some some of uh, the others that I'm excited to see and to again continue forming fellowship with. Right. Now, there, now I have to be honest with you. There is one particular person I'm sure you probably don't want to see. Uh, that individual, um, like I said, with with everything that's happened and stuff, I just uh, I, I don't really. And he and I, I'm sure, will have a conversation or whatever. Uh, but I just don't trust him. I just I I don't trust him. Um, I'm big on trust. And the fact that you did that, you know, and with everything that has come out since, um, it just looks as if, you know, he's a sneaky individual. And um, I have really high hopes on uh, continuing our friendship, especially now that we had met in person and stuff and actually hung out, spent quality time together. I really had high hopes for that one. Um, But I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I'm disappointed in him and uh oh boy but um it just looks as if he's a sneaky individual and uh i don't really know if i can really trust him 
I can be cordial, you know, I can be cordial or whatever, but um, that's about it so far. Uh, and this is me speaking before the trip has happened. So who knows how I feel uh, once the trip actually happens and afterwards. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm sure he'll be around. Well, you he's know, definitely going to be around. Yeah. So. Well, well. well, I'm sure you've I'm sure you've heard some things on Clubhouse. <laughs> I really have not heard anything about that person. Um, he 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 does his best to not um be around often. Really. Yeah, he, you know, he, you know, dips in and out, you know, he, you know, stays in the audience a lot and, you know, is invited <laughs> on stages, but he, you know, I think he's more selective with um, certain spaces he gets on stage with now after things that have happened. And you know what, that's how he always has been or whatever. So, um, hey, you know, it's like, do you, sir? But, um, yeah we'll see what happens with that one. Like I said, I just, I don't really feel like I can trust him, but um, he'll, he'll be around and uh, I'm not going to avoid any spaces and, you know, uh, keep me from having a good time and stuff just because he's there. Cause it's not, it takes too much energy. It's not worth it. Um, but it's just like, I see you for who you are um, and I'll act accordingly um, at that point. So that's that's really what is given with that particular individual and it just it sucks because like i said i really had hoped that me and him would like form a solid like real genuine friendship and stuff um but you know that's one thing that you learn uh when meeting these people off clubhouse you get to see who's real and who's not um and then of course like that's a progressive thing of course but you know some people show their true colors early on um and those two particular individuals happen to do that so right. you know and but i look I, I want some some pizza i want my ass ate i want a lot of things i want to see the empire state building i want to fuck on someone like i want to do a lot of stuff right. mm. but at the same time it's just like i did say that i didn't want to have any more clubhouse people because it's just too much drama. But then since I'm off the app, I guess I don't care anymore. So I mean, because you're off the app and you don't have to be in the space with them, I say go for it. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Uncle, you want to fuck while you're in New York. Yeah, I do. Like, of course. Yeah, of course. Yes. Why not? You know? Why not? Why not? I mean, all these booties is being thrown like why not shit you know like I'm sure you've had some of your club have you ever had a clubhouse hookup um I have not had a clubhouse hookup yet oh I have not um I've had you know I've had that horrible experience but for the guy who got who I flew out but um oh yeah yeah I had that horrible experience I have not had a clubhouse hookup yet. Um, the one mm. that's the one that's coming up here, who's the mm. who wants to do the vert, who wants to pop more. He's from Clubhouse. Yeah. So he's <laughs> going to <laughs> he's going to possibly he's he gonna possibly be my first clubhouse hookup. 
Mm. He's gonna possibly be my clubhouse pickup unless mm. unless the other guy comes into town soon. But yeah, so there are a couple of people, but it, I just don't <laughs> really. I'm not really interested in hooking up with people that's on Clubhouse that's still currently on Clubhouse. Mm-hmm. Like, if they were not on Clubhouse no more, but I met them off of Clubhouse, mm-hmm. I'll be cool with that. But I agree with you. Like, it's the whole dynamic, especially with some of them not being able to be honest and keeping this facade mm-hmm. up. It's mm-hmm. like, nigga, like, I'm the last person you want to be lying about. It's interesting because, I mean, like. <laughs> I don't, I'm I'm good with receipts, so I just listen. Don't do that to me. I done swim through a few oceans. Um, it's okay. So the best advice, because like I've been in rooms where it's been at least three people on the same stage as me, like, <laughs> or four, or five, like. Look, hey, because it's some people that I've been with before Clubhouse. It's, you know, people that um, it just so happened to happen or whatever from Clubhouse. Like, I just, it is what it is. Um, I know what more than a few booty hoes feel like. I can grade them at this point. Mm. See, because what I'm looking for, Cordero, like, I'm looking for great sex. Yes. I've been having some good sex, but I'm looking for great sex. And that individual who I will say from Atlanta, I will say that was, he's an exceptional bottom. That was great sex. I give credit where it's due. So you're still going to keep calling him a bottom? Exceptional. I give credit. I I don't I don't that's I've always been that way. I don't care if I don't like you. I'm gonna always give you props. Cause I'm just a real ass motherfucker like that. Like exceptional bottom. Great sex. That was great sex. I will say that. I was about to fly his ass out. Shit. But he's not a bottom king. <laughs> huh? He's not a bottom king. What you mean? Uh-uh, I'm done. Well, um... Who's the bottom with you? Let's just say that. And my friend. I've had fun with you today, Kenny. <laughs> what? I'm not, I'm not doing this with you. What? He's not a bottom. Okay, look, well... Exceptional bottom, great sex. I want more great sex. Um, like, you know, shit. A. Would you have sex again with him? Just just out of the fun of it? I don't think, I don't know. Like I say, uh, just how everything happened. And even though he and I ended on good terms and stuff. Um, again, I... I can't speak on, like I told him on a FaceTime, uh, who knows what time we'll, we'll, we'll do. Time does beautiful things. Um, but also with time, 
um, I've had more time to process how I felt about the situation. And then, like I say, how things have transpired even afterwards and stuff. And um, I just don't really feel good about it um, like that. Um, you know, God bless him. He's a sweetheart. Bless his heart. Like, he's a sweetheart. He He's doing his own thing. And uh, I don't know if I could do that um, again. I don't know. And, you know, it's so sad because it's like that might have been the first and last time we'll ever see each other. That's what sucks. That's what sucks. Like, I, I think you guys will see each other again. It's going to be a while, but I think you guys are running to each other again. I mean, but at the same time, it's just like, again, given the opportunity and stuff like that uh, and the space and distance, possibly, maybe, um, only time will tell. But um, who knows? I mean, again, exceptional bottom, great sex, um, A+. Plus. A+. Plus. I want more A plus sex. Like, please and thank you. You know. I think you're going to get that in New York. There's some... Okay, so it's somebody mm, from Palm Springs. Um, that was some That was some A sex right there. That was some, that was some great sex. Wait, I didn't know you had sex in Palm Springs. I thought you just... Yeah. Hmm? I didn't know you had sex in Palm Springs. I thought you just had oral. Oh, well, look. I fucked in Palm Springs. I got my dick sucked in Palm Springs. Did I get my ass in Palm No, I didn't get my... No. 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 Attempted. As okay, almost so got had me. good sex in Palm Springs. You had good sex in Atlanta. You Great sex. Not... Great sex in Atlanta. You did not have... Did you have sex in... For Dallas? No, but I okay. was pleasured. Okay, but you was pleasured in Dallas. Okay. Mm. Um, and did you, did you have great sex in Vegas? I did not have sex in Vegas. Okay. So, yeah, <laughs> you're in due, you're, you're, yeah, your trips, yeah, it's, it's due time for some great sex. I want some more great sex. Don't you want great sex? I love great sex. <sighs> Like I love great sex. It's been it's been a while. Yeah, I mean, cause like for you, like what is great sex for you, Cordero? <laughs> for me, great sex is when everything falls in line from start mm-hmm. to finish. Mm-hmm. Like the the chemistry is there, the mm-hmm. um, the energy is there. Like you know, it's like. It's like our bodies are talking to each other without yeah. us even knowing what it's like. We, it's like an out of body experience, mm. and it's like that's an amazing thing. And I don't think that's something you can mm. achieve every single time you have sex. Yeah, um, I definitely think think it. You know, it comes every now and then, and it definitely depends on the person. Um, mm, yeah. But yeah, that's that's great sex to me when your bodies are really talking a, a, a totally different language that you don't Ooh. understand. Yeah, like I love a good slut and gut session. Yeah, it's like you, you both are doing things that you've never that mm. either you weren't expecting to do, but it's like you're too into it to say no, don't do it. It's just like mm. 
again, it's like your body is has taken control and you're just there to enjoy the moment. Yeah, for me as a top, like I will say great sex for me at least is like you said, uh, the chemistry first and foremost. Um, another thing that I love is uh, great stamina. Mm-hmm. Um, I do find that, and again, coming to Clubhouse and stuff just further increased my network to gay men. So you hear a lot of bottoms or people who bottom um, say, you know, oh, I can do rounds and I want all this stuff or whatever, blah, 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 blah. And then we get in front of each other and it's like, well, you can't actually do rounds. Because for me, I actually can. Um, I'm built for a round or two. So it's just like, hey, like what's good, you know? Um, And then of course, I would also have to say just like presentation, you know, how do you present that, that body, you know, like, uh, that's, that's what I like. Like those are the three main factors that I look into what great sex is. Um, and like I said, in, in Atlanta, that was, that was some great sex. Um, exceptional. I will say that. Um, and, and it was unexpected, right? And it was unexpected. Yeah, it was unexpected. And uh, like I say, um, everything was clean and tight and good and fat and, and soft. And we were porn. Um, you know, I like when the bottom sluts me out too. Like you can mm-hmm. slut your top out. Let's let's normalize that. Bottoms can fuck their tops back. Like don't just be a pillow princess. Fuck that nigga back. Rock that nut out of that man. Drain him. Drain him. I like telling my bottoms, I like giving them power. And mm. when they tell me, like, you know, because as a bottom, I'm sure you've told Deuce, it's like, you know, oh, you going to fuck me so good and blah, 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 blah. But I like telling my bottoms, like, I like giving them a sense of power. Like, you know, oh, I'd be like, damn, you going to drain me like that? And they'd be like... Because it's like, yeah, you can do that. It's not just about me, you know, plundering and pillaging your damn booty hole, you know, and telling you to push it out and and making all the noises that I love. Like, it's not about that. Like, you can fuck your top back. Slap me out. Like, you can do all of that. Like, ride the cum out of that man. Drain that man. Put him to sleep. Right? So... That's what happened to me. I want that to happen again, though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, make my toes curl. Like, right. how about that? How about that? Like, that's so I'm looking for more great sex. Uh, and I look forward to it. I don't know exactly who it's going to be, but because um, the last time was very unexpected, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I had a whole list of motherfuckers that was trying to give booty, but, um, and I had question marks about everybody or like, you know, certain checkpoints or whatever, like, you know, mm. and it's funny cause those didn't happen, but the other one did, uh, that, that was so, a question mark. So maybe, maybe you're going to, maybe it's the unexpected, mm. um, Maybe that's what's going to have to happen um, in New York. It's going to be someone that you least expect. Hmm. I mean, because it seems the ones that you prepare for, or at least you know, 
clear check mark by they are not <laughs> <laughs> it never happens with them it's always the ones that you're like oh shit i wasn't expecting that because you never know like what the time and space and opportunity is going to present because i mean like i said one of the dudes in atlanta he wanted to fuck and uh well he wanted to fuck everybody um but it was just you see how people act like when you're in front of them and stuff and how they behave and shouldn't conduct themselves it's like mm, yeah i don't want i don't want to do that with you anymore you know it's like no nah, i ain't feeling it so it's just interesting but i just think that you know you should look into coming it will be fun yes oh Yes, I'll be, I'm, I'm, I'm going to make some things. I'm going to move some shit around, definitely. Please. <laughs> please. Yeah, I'll be going to uh, Detroit the next week after that. I'll okay. be going back home, to, um, back home to visit some family and eat all my delicious Detroit food. But um, I think it's probably some Detroit ass there, too. Oh, Detroit always got ass. Detroit always got ass. See, but the thing is, whenever I go back home to Detroit, like, I just feel, and I, I've been saying this for years, they have either moved or died. <laughs> Most of them moved to Atlanta, though. Oh, you know, we love a good, we, we love a good migration. They love to migrate. You know, the migrate. Bible, you know, the Bible love, love to migrate to the A. Listen, A, I saw it. I was like, fuck. Oh, are you going there for Labor Day weekend? Um, so far right now, it's looking like, no, I'll be going to Phoenix for Labor Day. Okay. Yeah. Um, for a cute little trip. Uh, but if that ends up changing, then, which it might, uh, because my friend that I'm supposed to be going there with, uh, we'll see. I don't, I don't think we'll be going for Labor Day, at least I'll say that, but if that doesn't happen, because it's coming up quick. It's almost August. So, mm-hmm. you know, if not, then, yeah, I'll be going to Atlanta again on Labor Day. And um, I have some some people that I need to see uh, <laughs> this time around. I will say that because motherfuckers was mad. Um, somebody asked me the other day, like, you know, so why didn't we happen in Atlanta? And I was like, oop. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> tell, tell them you have enough. There's enough nut and skinny to go around. Uh, we'll see. They live. They live in Atlanta. Um, it's a few that I'm like, damn, like you know, they and they was hitting me up too, but I was just, I was just too occupied. I was lost in the sauce. I was lost in the sauce, honey. Ooh. Mm, rolling in the deep. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I look forward to it though. And I, I think that you should definitely come along and we'll have a great time. And it'll be another one for the books. Yeah. You know. And um I child Lord knows I spent enough coin on this trip. Whew. Oh my New York, God. New York is a pretty penny. From LA though was like ridiculous. Like Julian's ticket was like a hundred dollars. Like mine, really? yeah, yeah. Like mine was <laughs> more than that. <laughs> but I, I'm just like you know what? This will be fun. Like it's this will be fun or whatever. I look forward to it. And um, you know, hey, like I'm excited. 
I'm very excited. Like, and I'm excited to keep trolling people from here on out. Um, like I said, I'm not letting none of you hoes sleep. I'm um, excited. So, not, are, are you? Um, uh, so, are you saying that you're a Sagittarius? Are you going to start looking up to that term now since everyone's forcing it on you? Yeah, I just, like I say, I'm just going to live my life like it's golden. And um, the bullshit, when it comes to my door, I'm just going to call it out right then and there. I don't have any reservations uh, like I maybe have had in the past. Um, You know, if for my people who are on Clubhouse who do listen to nude radio, um, just know, fair warning, don't bother me. don't bother me. Like I told old boy who was talking from his prostate, he was just like, oh, but you, I was just joking. It's like, mm, no, you weren't. You were being petty and see what happens when you fuck with me. Like, don't bother me. Like it goes from zero to 60. So Julian tried to warn him too. And I hope he don't uh, reach out to him any, anymore either. Cause Julian was like, I will go the fuck off and read him for filth. I'm like, don't, just don't leave it alone. I will say sad just don't bother you until you bother them. We do. And that's that's literally how it goes or whatever. So but people always want to make us out to be the villain. You know, they 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 fuck with you and then they, they act like a victim and then it's like, why are you burning everything down? It's cause you fucked with me. I, I, everything was peaceful. So um yeah, fair warning. Like, just don't don't bullshit me. Keep the lies to yourself and leave me the fuck alone if that's the situation. And like I told people, if you want to know so much about what Kenny is fucking doing, tune in to Nude Radio. I have a whole show that I spill my tea every fucking week. If you want to know. If you want to know what's going on in my love life, I talk about that. If you want to know what's going on in my sex life, I talk about that. Like, you know, since everyone wants to know who I'm fucking or not. <laughs> oh, baby, they want to know. Don't you think that's good advice? I think that's amazing advice. Yeah, just tune in. And for the Clubhouse listeners, if y'all miss my voice, like I've told y'all before in the DMs, subscribe to Nude Radio. But also, make sure to subscribe to Daryl's Daring Thoughts as well. Because we're streaming on all platforms. Just all a little two cents for y'all. All of them. You know, we're getting we're getting paid from this shit. It's fun. Period. Oh God! Oh, Ooh, I just you. got some tea. Oh shit! Okay. Oh shit! Um, <laughs> that text. Oh, see, the tea doesn't Ooh, stop with Kenny. Here we go. The here we go. Stop. The tea doesn't stop. I'm about to now I'm about to terrorize this one right here because oh. I just got privy to some information yesterday. Well, thank you for having me, Kenny. I truly appreciate being on. I know it's going to, I know it's going to be another episode soon. I can't wait. <sighs> yes, yes, I look forward to it, and thank you for being a part of it, and um, you know, lending your voice, and um, you know, I, I I thank you a lot. Oh, you know, I'm with the shits when it's for you. Oh, <laughs> violence! Violence! But, um, <laughs> but yeah, you guys make sure to tune in to Cordero's 
own podcast, Darrow's Daring Thoughts. And uh, Cordero, would you like to remind them of your uh, contact? Sure, everyone. So for those of you who don't know, you can uh, follow me on Instagram at um, Cordero underscore Santiago. Um, that's the best way to stay alert of what I have going on. And also, if you want, if you are on Clubhouse, you know how to reach me. Um, I have a black badge now, so I <gasps> Yay, solid. a badge of honor. I'm solid. I'm good. I have a badge of honor, so I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, and so um, definitely, you guys, uh, tune into the show. It is a key key. So if you love him, go ahead and follow him. Go ahead and subscribe again. Daryl's Daring Thoughts and Nude Radio. We collab from time to time. And, uh, you know, subscribe, you know, support, yeah. all of that. You know, all of that. Uh, slide in our DMs if y'all have, like, any uh, grievances or any feedback. <laughs> Let please, us know. Please slide in his DMs. Please don't come. Please stop sliding in my DMs about Kenny. I am not Kenny's keeper. I am not, like, I'm not his parent. I don't. I mean, me and Kenny are cool, but I don't know why y'all think we are just this like extra, like real cool, cool. I mean, we are. We, we're we're close. We talk yes. about we talk about um a lot of things, but I'm not his keeper, and I'm seriously still not going to tell you anything that I know about Kenny. So likewise, I, see, look, see, I'm not going to tell that. you. <sighs> like I said, if if anything, I'm going to get more information out of you, and then I'm just going to tell him what you told me. So you might Basically. as well just stop asking me things about Kenny. Basically, yeah. Yeah. And I appreciate that. Bless your heart. <laughs> <sighs> so yeah, like I said, you guys, if y'all want to know, then subscribe and listen every week because I literally tell myself every single week. Yes, so, does. you know, um, but you know, with that being said, Go ahead, like and subscribe online, on Twitter, on Instagram. Go ahead and follow people on Clubhouse, whatever the case is. Find us and uh, let us know what you think. But, Daryl, thank you for being a part of Nude Radio again. I appreciate you so much. You're welcome. Yes, and I'll be talking to you offline. Um, Of course. Yes. (laughs) So, thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Bye.